What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. What's up, man? What's good, bro? How you feeling? Chilling, bro. Another day, man. How you? I'm cool, bro. Just got back to the crib. Finna record episode 62. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, yo. A cool minute, bro. But, you know, we still here pushing, man. Always. Always. You know? That's what I was going to say, too. Like, it is crazy over the last, like, month since we recorded 61. We've done a lot. <laughs> done a it's lot. crazy. Like if you look at our social media, it's like we've been posting a lot. More than we probably had since what we first got it, maybe. Probably. I'd say. <clears throat> we finally realized like, yeah, we should probably post regularly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Beside the fact we actually are able to be in the gym more now. So you know. True, true. You know, it, it worked it out itself out for itself. We still pushing and going, man. Always. So I mean before we dive into the nitty gritty, always want to give a shout out to Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. all the reoccurring listeners, the new listeners, everyone that's tapping into episode sixty two. Always appreciate it. Um, always. Dang, we haven't said that in a minute. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like we haven't hopped on here in a while, but no, nah, we haven't, bro. I almost forgot how to work Anchor. To be real with you, no, I just, I just had to do a little update when you sent this over. Yeah, so you know, we got we got to get back in tune with this. We as well. do, bro. We do. Shout out to Anchor though; they've been holding it down for. It's almost been two years. Crazy. We're coming up on two years of the pause. So, I mean, without further ado, I guess let's let's get into it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, brother. So, I mean, as always, some breaking barriers updates. Yeah. We already touched on it a little bit, but our social medias have definitely gone up over the last month. I mean, yeah. bro, your most recent post got what over a thousand likes on Insta. Yeah, that's the first time I hit that. So you that's know, crazy. That's different. That's actually crazy. Yeah, that's different, bro. That was like that was like a new excitement. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, I just look up. I'm at work, and my stuff just like was still going all day from the time I posted it. You know, noties, noties, noties. Straight noties, bro. But the thing about it is, you know. Uh, we might as well drop the bombshell because it's already going to be out there. You know, we post, we got our jerseys made finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, so you your know. most recent post that went crazy was in the jersey. In the jersey, in the Breaking Barriers jersey, by mm-hmm. the way. I'm posting that tonight as we drop this episode. So if yes, you're listening sir. tonight, go peep my new post too. But going to uh, be fire. Yeah, bro. The jerseys are super nice. Let me just say that. Tough. Um. I mean, I guess we can talk about how it even came about. Like, you called me, like, what, a month ago? And we're like, yo, I'm thinking about getting jerseys. I mean, we've talked about this for dang near a year, to be honest. Yeah, we just talk about talk about it for a minute. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't going to say nobody's name because they, you know, they might be frequent listeners. Mm-hmm. But uh, somebody's supposed to make one a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and it, ain't, it ain't never happened. It ain't so. fall through. So, <laughs> nah, so we, we had to take our own initiative to our own hand. Yeah, bro. And I mean, one phone call, you told me the details on pricing, whatever. And then like a week later, I get a package in the mail. And I'm like, dang, like these are tough. Yeah, bro. I was honestly trying to move fast because, you know, we, we creeping up on the summer, you know, mm-hmm. so we might as well start putting our, uh, you know, our, our goals into, you know, reality. Mm-hmm. And that was the first step. Um, obviously to getting it into reality was to go and get jerseys. So, Thanks. you know, we had to make that happen and we made it happen. And, you know, for people who haven't seen it, go on my Instagram, Breaking Barriers Training. And like mm-hmm. you said, later on, go f- follow my boy and go on his page, GZ Hoops. And sure. you'll see the you'll see the jerseys. I mean, they crazy, bro. They, they are crazy. super nice. Like the quality themselves are super nice. And um, that's yeah. the thing too, like, since you posted your photo in the jerseys, I've had people reach out to me like, yo, are those going to be for sale? Is new merch coming? I mean, that's <laughs> been a reoccurring question over the last couple of months. And that's crazy. I mean, 
shoot, if enough people want to rock these jerseys with either our names on the back, their names on the back, spread the brand, like, I mean, that's that's just love. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, you know, we appreciate it, bro. Because, I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, we've been we've been talking about it, talk about it, talk about it. But it was like, it was almost like, all right, yeah, these guys just want to, you know, talk at this point. But, they all talk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but honest, honestly, bro, like, you know, everything took time. We had to, like, people don't understand trying to find somebody to make your clothes for you and you know it's not easy man it's not easy um you know you got to find the right quality you got to find the right person to do it because you could get somebody who make clothes but they literally just put any type of uh material mm-hmm. on any other type of material and certain material can't go on you know certain clothes right so you know uh it took time but we made it happen shout out to miss Lori. Mm-hmm. Miss Phillips. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Ike Bug, aka Bug Light. You know? Sir, he he got a jersey. He's got a his jersey. new, or I guess you could say like he's like the f- a first official member of our new squad. Yeah, for sure. And he um he also might be jumping on the the Breaking Barriers uh part too. So oh, yeah. you know, for sure, a lot of stuff in the works, bro. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff. But the jerseys is is crazy. I was hyped to send you it, bro. I was Man. like, like I I was kind of sick. I lost the uh the the, the tracking receipt. of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so what when, when you said I'm like, yo, like when do you think it'll be coming through? You're like, oh, it should be there by like Wednesday. I, I lost the tracking. I'm like, oh no, bro. Listen, I, I ain't gonna get into the whole story, bro. When the, when the paper got lost, just know the whole house got turned upside down. <laughs> just know, you know, I was sick because I'm like. Listen, I already had trouble once. I, I like I need to track it so I can know where my where my boy's stuff is in case Man. you know. But everything, thank God, worked out, bro. It you came know. over quick, yo. Definitely did, mm-hmm. definitely did. And you know, speaking of that, I got to give my boy his props, you know, because I, I we had a little ongoing debate for a while, man. You know, I, I flipped over to the Wilson side, bro. Hey, with the basketball, man. Yes, so, you sir. Know, I gotta shout my boy out because you know it's crazy, G. When I when I got the ball and I ordered it, it came from Baltimore too. So Did as really? I swear, so as I ordered the ball and it was coming, I was sending the jersey out. So my stuff was coming in from Baltimore, and I was sending your jersey to Baltimore. It's crazy. That's that is kind of wild. Yeah, it's and crazy. it makes it more wild too because you just got that Wilson ball. You got the NBA edition, correct? Yes, the official ball. Official. Which is, I mean, talk about it for a moment. It's cool. <laughs> It's, I mean, it, you know, as everybody was saying, it's slippery at first, but uh, if you got to do a, a comparison between that and the Spalding, I feel like the Spalding was slippery just like that as well. But I um, think so too. Yeah, like so, everybody complaining. I don't, I don't know if they expected it to be soft like the evil uh, mm-hmm. uh, one or whatever. But I mean, once once it break in, I, I could tell like it's gonna be something serious. Yeah, definitely. Because my boy Tim, shout out to Tim the Great, always helped me out with clips on Instagram, YouTube. Shout out Tim, man. All that kind of stuff. He recently got the new Wilson NBA ball, too. Oh, the real one or the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, replica? Real. Okay. And we were shooting with it, what, last Wednesday he brought it out for the first time. And it was straight. I mean, it's definitely different than the traditional, like you said, Wilson Evolution ball. Yes. Um, but... For like those pro guys that were kind of having those nitpicky, like over analyzing type stuff of the ball, like it's a basketball at the end of the day. The basketball, <laughs> it's cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it by any means. They always want to claim they from the hood, bro. I mean, I can imagine they probably use balls like that didn't have no uh type of leather on it. No, you know, no grip at all. None. You know, when we playing on the street, sometimes people got a ball and the ball is chipped or something. And it's like fuzzy. Yeah, you know that the fuzz, the under exactly, bro. The mm-hmm. part under the the uh, leather. So you know, if they was able to play with that when they was younger, I understand. Yeah, we richly make a lot of money. We get paid to do this, so we should have the best quality ball. But I feel like once it get broken in, you got to understand this is a whole new brand so i f- i feel like the complaints went down since the beginning of the season on oh 1000 percent, bro i remember when we recorded and like i don't know which episode number it was but it was right when the season started and that was like a dang near 10 minute conversation about <laughs> us just reading off like tweets and instagram posts of guys complaining of right. shooting percentages going down everything and yeah you don't really hear too much uh negative talk on the ball now so 
And you want to know what's funny? It's just about adjusting, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Not to cut you off. You want to know what's funny is the same guys that was complaining is the ones who got uh, great shooting percentages now, Mm -hmm. such as D-Book. Obviously, Dame Lillard, was uh, he's out for the season. Um, Paul George, before he got hurt, Paul George was shooting probably his best. Hey, you know, he's going to come back soon. Exactly. So, you know, we'll see how he adjusts to the ball coming Mm -hmm. back. Um, obviously, he's been practicing with it, but still, you know, um, like you said, bro, it's a ball at the end of the day. I just had to throw that in there. You know, I, I'm still a Nike gang, but my boy didn't got me over to the Wilson side, man. No, nah, I'm sitting here looking at my – I got a Nike ball in here. I got a Wilson ball in here. I will say, I mean, you know, I was trying to get that new, like, what, next-gen Wilson evolution that the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament's using right now. Of right. course, where I went, they're out of stock. Of course, be in stock this upcoming week. I'm gonna try and cop that, but I still got Rocco Wilson forever, bro. It's just what we came up on. Definitely did, and uh, I mean, you know, it's it. We was when we first heard about it as well. We talked about it and was like, how would this be? Um, you know, they Wilson was the original originators of the NBA ball, but you know, mm-hmm. we was like, we so used to seeing Spalding and everything. How will it be? But you know. I was so curious, bro. I had to just get the ball for myself. Like, I talked to this one trainer out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He was like, the ball slippery as hell. You know, he 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 was mad at it. And I'm just like, you know, so I'm like, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm like, man, let me see what it's really about. Because if you look at it, the ball honestly looks just like the Spalding ball. They it just, do. They just, they just say Wilson it. on it. Exactly. <laughs> and they changed the bottom part where they got a little more writing maybe. But, like, right. come on, man. I mean. Once I break it in, I'll be able to obviously tell more. But mm-hmm. honestly, I don't. I don't see what the difference or the hype was about. Did, no. did we ask Cam about? Did, did we ask Cam about? We it? didn't, bro. Okay. We should have. That's what I was wondering. Did, did we ask him about it, or did he get to shoot with it yet? Here we go talking about the Cam interview. Cam again. No, no, no. See, we ain't talking about how we glowed up off of his. Hey, thing. that's true. We, no, we, I mean, you know. well, yo, it kind of. It kind of comes into like this whole conversation, though, with the Breaking Barriers jerseys. Obviously, we're trying to transition into forming a solid team um, for park runs, for college takeovers, like we've talked about. And then the one thing we know we're definitely going to do again is the Cam Johnson three on three. Yeah, we back. So we lit I mean, this this year. I'm telling you, it's coming now. up, bro. Low key. Yeah, we we in there and we turning up this year. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm telling you that now. No injuries, bro. Back. Yeah. No, no injuries. Not I don't got no crack rib. <laughs> I was miserable. My boy was out there hooping with a crack rib still, though. Couldn't breathe. Really drove like four and a half hours to go. <laughs> I mean, barely I did be my able thing to breathe. still, but like I just couldn't move the way I wanted to, you know. For sure. So, you know, that's creeping up fast. We got to get, and forever, whoever listened to, we need a camera person, too. Mm hmm. So y'all tap in. We need some. We need some teammates, some fillers in too. That's what I was gonna say. We need. Yeah, we need the cinematic side of everything. So if you're cool with the camera, whether you live in Baltimore or the Pittsburgh area, because obviously I'm gonna be traveling from here. We're trying to get Marky and Ike and everybody out this way soon too. So it's like we're trying to make noise, not just in, I guess, like Where our respected at? cities. Right. We're trying to travel a little bit. So. Yeah. If you're nice with the camera, and like you said, too, I mean, we have me, we have you, Ike's on the squad. We have some spots. Mike agreed as well. Mike, you know, oh, so, yeah, shooter. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how far that go, you know, but um, yeah, you, Mike You know what I was thinking, too, bro, mm, which could, really, could be really cool? Um, if we had, like a, like, a Breaking Barriers tournament, we've talked about it a little bit, but also in the sense of, like, I could get a group of five from out here. You could get a group of five from there and then just have like an open run. I yeah. mean, obviously we could compete like Baltimore versus technically Pittsburgh. Right. But then, yeah. uh, then we could also link up me and you on a team, like just to get people involved and get people kind of, kind of like how Devin the lab's doing. He's creating like a, like a tryout session for his street ball team. Or so. honestly, bro, honestly, just get a five from you. Like you say, yours and a five from mine. And then we run our five. That's so true. we don't even got to, you know, we don't necessarily have to run against each other or do that. We just get enough to where everybody come with their own five. Man, that's true. I can do yeah. that easy, bro. Uh, yeah. I play with two different groups out here now. So Yeah, I mean, obviously you'll be able to bring more. So, you know, that'll that definitely be, be. We'll have to find a venue 
and uh, you know, an even ground spot. That'd definitely be dope. That'd be sick, bro. For so sure. hey, everybody that's around this way, back home, anything in between. If you're trying to run with us, if you're trying to hoop, tap in. You might be able to get a spot on. It's kind of cool if you think about it. There could be like a Baltimore Breaking Barriers team and a Pittsburgh <laughs> Breaking Barriers team per se. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's tough. Yeah. That that. Hey man, we putting all this in the works. That's tough, yo. Dang. And I mean, my next note here it was, it's just stating warmer weather is coming. So I mean, we're trying to be outside as much as we can. Trying to be outside, but if we got to be in the gym in the, in the summer, then we'll do mm-hmm. that too. We're with that. You know, I mean, who, who, right wherever. now we're both in a couple indoor leagues. Right. We've been in the gym, like you said, more the last month than we have the last three or four year. months. And year. Yeah. <laughs> and year. You know, because, I, I mean, post-COVID, everybody, everything was starting to kind of open up. Mm-hmm. I still don't think we was in the gym that much uh-huh. compared to, like, recent. So, Well, because we know. had to wear masks and stuff when we were hooping. Like, bro, it was miserable. Yeah, nobody was doing that. I mean, I'd rather stay safe, so I'd rather stay safe at home. Right. That's so, the thing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, we've been in the gym more. We're getting our legs back, you know. Uh, just trying to stay fit, stay hip to mm-hmm. what we're trying to do, honestly, because, I mean, that's still us at the end of the day. Definitely we got our is. normal nine to five, but basketball is still us. That's all we care about, bro. Literally. <laughs> like, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> we be at work talking about, man, we need to just quit and start taking over. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's crazy, though. I mean, in the world we live in now, you're able to obtain revenue and income from multiple platforms, right? So right. in person, through the phone, like, it's just it's just kind of what our life is now. So Yeah, it's that's like, the time we're in. And we have that name. We have the platform. We're utilizing it. We're doing our thing. And just got to keep pushing, bro, bro. Bro, think about it. They, uh, I can't remember what content creator oh it was um frank nitty and um hezzy when Two they played dogs yeah when they played each other one-on-one mm-hmm. and uh they was talking and and hezzy was like this is a pro right here and and um nitty went on to call hezzy a pro so you know my question is like could you see in the future like content creators being considered pros um, I mean, shoot, man, like technically they're getting paid, bro. I was going to say in the sense they're getting play, they're getting paid to play the game of basketball. So in that sense, yes. And also with the whole content creating just avenue and the platform that these dudes have, they have the accessibility to professional open runs to maybe tryouts that guys like, I mean, at this point, maybe me and you couldn't get invited to. Right. 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 So it's like they have that name for them on the internet. Therefore, that can open doors for them in the real world to become true professionals in the sense that, I guess, if you don't consider them pros right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. And even like like even trainers, I've seen um, uh, Phil Handy with um, a couple people, you know, mm-hmm. so they're definitely tapping into um, – like you said, knocking on the door with other things that we probably will have to obviously get up there on that type of platform and level to be able to get in that realm of um, basketball. But it's just amazing, too, though, to see the actual pros and coaches mm-hmm. or, or trainers, I should say, like actually get them their flowers and just respect that they're not trying to disrespect the game, even though some of them do with their content. But Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a difference between – a basketball content creator who's just out there making skits and just kind of making like foolishness out of the game versus a content creator who goes out and really hoops and competes with top level guys, city to city or trainers. Like we've seen, I mean, dev J law, like all those guys, they're across all different platforms. Now it's not just YouTube. It's not just Instagram. They're on Twitter, TikTok. Honestly, bro, I've seen them on LinkedIn as, like, random as that is. But, yeah, like, they're everywhere. I mean, it's crazy, bro. And like you said earlier, the the internet is where it's at. And that's what I was telling Ike, honestly. Like, in our day and age, bro, you got to stay tapped in with the internet. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And I feel like, honestly, content creators is Almost, I, I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm comparing them to NBA players, but um, as far as like how much they're being talked about now and 
you know, oh. really being watched. They're almost up there with the NBA players as far as the way they're being pushed now. They're, I mean, yo, like, obviously, me and you both watch a lot of basketball, both professionally, collegially, high school, content creators, like, all across the board. Right. Um. So, I guess we see the game in a little different light than others. But, like, I know there's definitely people that, let's say, know more of, uh, I'm just going to throw it, Nick Briz, <laughs> than, let's say, your average 11th or 12th guy on the Portland Trailblazers. Or even more you know than like, or even more than Isaiah Thomas. I mean who, who got a who got a resume for itself. But mm-hmm. as bad as that sounds, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's just that's just the power of the internet and social media. And if you're able to entertain while also doing something that you enjoy, like hooping, I mean it's just a, yeah, it's a no brainer in that sense. But I will say all those dudes that everyone that we've talked about this far they all grind for theirs, both in the gym, physically, mentally, creatively. Like, yeah, they're definitely. they're they're about it. They are, and I will say too, most of them was hoopers or some type of hoopers in high school or something. Facts. Most of them, at least, fresh out of college or mm-hmm. you know, some years out of college. So it's not like they're just, oh, let me go be a YouTube content creator today and, nah, it's just and not pick all basketball. Random. Exactly. So mm-hmm. this is their way of being a pro. Or mm-hmm. maybe even walking their way into a pro. You see how 2K was. <laughs> the, True. The dude went from being a content creator to, you know, you made your mob player. So it's crazy, but it's possible. Facts. Um, I was going to say, this is making me think. Uh, we were talking about the Wilson basketballs. We were talking about different types of content creators, trainers, like J-Law. I saw a video he posted the other day on TikTok. So... Just hear me out. This is kind of comical. <laughs> the The basketball brand, if I, I'll spell it out for you. I just want you to pronounce it for me. B A D E N. Baden. Baden. So he, so he had an ad. He had a promo. He was saying Baden the whole time. Yes. So I'm, I'm like, on, dang. Man. Like I played with, I thought Badens for four years in high school. Was we saying it wrong? God, bro, people, I, I, I always hear people say Baden. I always heard people say Baden, and I feel like I don't, I don't want to say it wrong, but I felt like I heard Baden say Baden. I feel like That's I heard a, them say this Baden. Kind of, like, he was like Baden, Baden, Baden. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know how them trainers is though. They're too professional or too rich to say stuff right at times. So. I guess, but I, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, yo, like obviously he's pretty high up there in the basketball world not if, just the social media stuff so right I'm like, right like yeah. am i doing something wrong or is he or like, what's going on <laughs> yeah for you to for you to be pronouncing that wrong and you basically gotta be in contract not a contract but contact slash contract with almost all the basketballs because you're a trainer right right you would think you know how to pronounce all of them right if he's saying it wrong yeah so i don't know bro like i just thought that was funny i'm like dang like it, it caught me off guard. It, you probably, I, I know my boy wanted like, wait, what I ball did. is this again? <laughs> like, am I tripping or is he or what's up? Wait, what ball is this again? Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I will say, too, with the whole Breaking Barriers updates, with the summer weather coming into play, too, that means we'll be able to work individuals out both in the gym and outside. So right. I know we all, we both have some individuals that we've been working with over the years. Right. If they want to keep up with that outdoors, let's get it. New clients, new kids, new individuals, tap in. It's that easy. That easy. We putting in work everywhere. Mm -hmm. We don't make no excuses. We just work. That's all I got to say about that. Like facts. And that's like we we love playing, but we also love teaching the game. That's the best. That's the best thing about it. And it's like, yeah, we're not pros, but it's like to be able to teach every little thing we know. I mean, I feel like that's a lot because, I mean, our games still show, like, people who still want to play with us at the age we at. You know, it's like we want to hoop too, don't get me wrong, but it's not like we out here seeking these leagues. Like, people, you know, it's mutual. Facts. So, you know, come tap in with us, get some real training. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not going to turn you into LeBron or nobody, and we ain't going to say it's going to be overnight. We ain't going to promise nothing, but no. we, we promise you you're going to learn something. You'll learn the little things in basketball that got us to where we are now and then some. Because, I mean, the game right. has evolved so much over the last couple of years. I mean, 
there's a lot of tools in the bag that we can give you. So let's work for sure. For sure. Cause we still learning too. So mm-hmm. for us to still be learning and you get everything we learned, plus what we still learning, you already got the one up on what we had at your exactly. age. Exactly. Exactly. So tap in facts. And one final thing I do got to shout out a brand that reached out to me. Um, B-Ball Empire, Basketball Empire. If you go onto my Instagram now, um, I am like a, a sponsor, like ambassador through them, I guess if you want to call it. Uh, yes, sir. You can utilize my promo code, it's just GZ Hoops, to get 15% off all of your orders. They have some really cool T-shirts, hoodies, sweatpants, hats, little stuff. I mean, it's a, it was a cool opportunity for me, and I think a lot of people in our world and our realm would definitely appreciate the merchandise that they're distributing, selling out. So check out their Instagram for sure. Definitely tap in. My boy already did a um, promo pic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just on Insta, it's on TikTok. I mean, hey, it was pretty cool, man. I mean, first, like, I guess, like, external brand deal, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, first of many, man. Pretty dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so shoot, that's 25 minutes of updates on us, man. So I think we're cool in that sense. Moving forward here, obviously we got to talk a little bit about March Madness. March freaking madness. I know our brackets aren't <laughs> the best right now. Um, busted. Everyone's was busted, bro. Busted. St. Peter's, bro. St. Peter's, like I don't even want to talk about them. They knocked my boys out the first round, bro. That's what I was gonna say. So, like being a Kentucky fan, and obviously we would have talked about this weeks ago, but this is the first EP since March Madness has started. How, like watching that game, like what were you even thinking? We, I thought we was gonna lose once I was as I was watching the game. Mm-hmm. I think I told you, but I can't remember when we was messaging as we was watching it. But just the way we was playing, bro, and. They had that never die attitude, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, for us to to go up six, they somehow always close it and tie it. Then they go up four, then we run it back up. It was like it was too easy for us to not beat them, right? As opposed to it was easy to beat them. Like I think everybody, always, of course, they looked at the the rankings and the odds, you know, and they ran with that and. You know, honestly, Kentucky could have blew them out had their head been on maybe straighter. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, bro, St. Peter's deserved that. No, nah, they did. And that's what we got to give uh, props where props is due. Coach Shaheen Holloway, like, he had his guys ready for every yeah. single matchup of their tournament run, even the North Carolina loss. I mean, they just ran into kind of a different beast in that sense, a team that obviously was able to scout them where maybe, let's say, Kentucky, Murray State, Purdue. I'm sure they watched film on St. Peter's, but I don't think they took them as seriously as North Carolina did. Exactly. Exactly. And North Carolina was hungry as well. They was. They're what, the eighth seed. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're um, one of the highest seeds, but they're a blue-blooded school. So, you know, they didn't want to be on St. Peter's uh, victim list. No. As as far as all the teams they knocked out. So, I mean – you know, like you said, they deserve props because they coach did put them in the right place. Um, you know, they like you said, they ran into their match. That's all it was. North Carolina played. They they scouted, and they had a point to prove too. And I, I definitely think did. They also wanted to get to Coach K, so they could try to be the spoiler. But I don't, I don't see that. One thousand. They definitely want to, just like how they spoiled his final home game. Right, and I think that's still on Duke's mind as well. So that's why I said I don't see that. And knowing what's at stake at this point, I feel like, you know, Duke might come out ready to play this time and uh, handle business. I hope so, bro. I mean, you know, I rock with Duke. I like and I, I'm basketball. even rocking with him for this last this last one. Right, you have to, bro. And that's- you know what's so funny? Like, people, especially within my, my work setting, they're like, oh, like, aren't you from Pittsburgh? Why do you like Duke? And I'm like, well, one, pit basketball hasn't been good for the last, like, 10 years. Let's be real. Right. And, I mean, I'm, I'm always rock with Pitt. That's where I grew up. That's just the team my dad liked, everything. But I've always liked Duke for Coach K. I mean, it's just an idol in my eyes. Exactly. Dude's been through it all, done it all. Like, he's just a basketball god to me. So, that's why I've always rocked with Duke. 
So, I mean, UNC definitely wants to come in and just kind of ruin that whole storybook ending of K's final final hurrah. But I don't know, bro. Both teams are playing very good basketball right now. But Duke, like you said, I think they have that just that's a different hunger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And think about it. You already let Coach K down once to your rivals. Yeah, you can't. It can't happen again. You You can't do that at the Final Four when you work that hard to get to this point. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, you know, this is your rival. They beat y'all on y'all home court last. <sighs> and this is to go to the national championship, which you come to play college ball for. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. And it's just funny, too, because people you either love Duke or you hate Duke. And I understand that. But it's like people are so, like, strongly thinking about that last game, um, that last home game for Coach K. And they're like, oh, UNC wiped them. Flashback a couple weeks prior to that where Duke stomped on North Carolina at UNC. And did they forget that Duke had just came off another big uh, tournament? I mean, not tournament, but a league win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, like because I was watching Jason Tatum and, um, and uh, J.J. Reddick talk, and like they both said, at the end of the day, these is 18, 19, 20, all the way up to 21, maybe 24 if they still there. But these is 18 to 21-year-old. They not – they they focus, but every you know they're human. Every now and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, we just smacked this team." So mm-hmm. you know, we we going we we prepared. We gonna handle this too because we got home, so we got the crowd behind them. You know, so you never know how they overlooked them. And like you said, they just beat them two weeks before at their crib. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you win at your crib in in your head if you're that confident and you're at that level and you put in the work? And there was so much noise around that final home game. I mean, there was how many former players there? Dirk Nowitzki was there. T.O. was there. Like, it was a mainstream event. So, it's like, like you touched on, like, you're 18, 19 years old. Like, how do you not be a little shook entering that arena? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Like, we don't understand what it's even like to shoot a free throw in that type of crowd. Obviously, we have big crowd, but not like that, you know? Right. And and, and I've seen – like I said, when I was watching their interview, like like Jason Tatum said, they could tell you all they want in the, um, you know, sit down as you visit with schools. The schools, could, the coaches could tell you all they want, how it is. But once you walk through them doors and experience it yourself, it's totally different from what, what you're told because, you know, it's just you're experiencing it firsthand. So mm-hmm. it's always going to be a new experience to something you probably didn't experience in high school. It's a different ball game, bro. We talk about it. I mean, it's different levels of basketball from middle school to high school to college to pro. And it's just trials, tribulations. Like, you experience it. You win some, you lose some. But you have to be in those situations to overcome them, too. So, I think Duke losing a couple weeks back, honestly, is a benefactor for them going into this game. Facts. Who won the ACC tournament? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Great question. Oh, so Duke didn't win it? Did they? Yeah, they did, right? I don't know. That's why that's you know, that's your that's your league, man. Man, I should know, bro. I know my boys lost the SEC, so I I was depressed. They let me down that. Let's see, yo. I wanna say y'all did, but I can't remember. Or I feel like they lost the game. Virginia before. Tech. Wow, that's random. Yeah, they beat Duke. Wow, that's even more random. Only random to me because what was their record? Virginia Tech, bro, I don't know. Not not enough to beat Duke to me. Nah. So that's, I mean, that's the thing too. Duke's had kind of a an upward climb even entering the, the full-blown tourney. So it's like they woke up. I think they're ready to roll. I think it's just time for them to put all their chips in one basket, <coughs> beat UNC, and then – matchup either against Kansas or Nova on the other side. Man. And I mean you like Nova. That's I don't necessarily like them a lot. Coach Jay Wright my Jay boy. Wright Jay Wright's one of the boys. Yeah, you know. So uh every honestly, I mean obviously that's normally how it is. But mm-hmm. honestly like watching the games, these four teams is literally playing their best basketball. So facts. You can't go wrong with any of these four teams winning, bro. Honestly. Not at all. And I and you know what? Like I honestly like that it's four blue bloods. 
Mm-hmm. That make it even better. It definitely does. And Coach, yeah. like you said, like UNC's an AC. Like it's not like four one, number one seeds either. Right. I mean, it's it's exciting basketball. Exciting. And, and this Coach K's last season, and this is Duke and North Carolina's first time ever playing in the Final Four against each other. Which is wild. <laughs> so imagine him winning this and the whole thing. Just like a storybook ending to a storybook career, bro. Facts. And that's what I mean. If you like the game of basketball, like I said, you love Duke, you hate Duke, you have to respect Coach K. And if he if he finalizes this whole like storybook ending going out on top, I mean, I know there's gonna be people saying it's fixed, but come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. But you know, we're gonna hit this commercial break, bro. We're gonna tap right back in. Yes, sir. And but mm-hmm. honestly, bro, could you imagine Coach K going out on top with his sixth ring like MJ? That's what we need, bro. Like, the basketball world needs it. I don't care if you like Duke or not. I I need it, and I'm not even a Duke fan. But I I was always able, like you said, you got to respect Coach K. So, like, I was always able to root, even back then as a youngin. You could just see the aura on him was different, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I was always able to root for Duke, like, when they wasn't playing Kentucky or, like, when Kentucky wasn't in it. And it's like, I can't switch up now, bro, especially when this is, like, history. And – you know, could you imagine how much pressure is on John Shire next year? Yeah, that's gonna be a uh, obviously some big shoes to fill, but I th- I think he's ready for it, bro. I think Kay's been letting him kind of have the keys the last couple of years. If I'm being real. Oh yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta be realistic with everything. He played under Coach K. Oh yeah, and then come back and coach with him. I mean you know the, the whole guy. staff. Yeah, come on, man. You know the you know the guy in his system. You know his evil thoughts as far as his tricks he gonna do. I mean, obviously, Coach K got more up his sleeve that he probably didn't reveal. But then again, I would imagine he did end up revealing it just because he's taking over the program that Coach K basically birthed. He birthed Mm -hmm. it, you know, from the from the ground up, and he obviously gonna want to see it till the day he leaves this earth, see it be successful and ran the right way. Facts. Uh, So you know, um, it's exciting to see. Uh, I got one question for you though: Could you see Coach K coming back to the games like Roy Williams is doing? That's what I was just going to say, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think he'll be at, like, every single home game or, like, every single tournament game, but he'll pop in from here here to there. I think he'll be involved in the practices a lot. They might not, like, highlight it publicly, but right. I think there's no way he can just, like, full-heartedly step away from that program. Nah. Could you, could you imagine the first game back from retirement that he comes to visit? Oh, they they might stand up for ten minutes. You know the camera crazies are gonna be absurd. Yeah, definitely is. And he gonna have to come and shut him up when he yep. talks with his <laughs> his like stubborn self. I love it though. Like like I was watching like when I was watching Tate doing uh JJ Reddick said he uh he Coach K called a timeout one time. You know like the coaches do. They talk. He was talking with his assistants. and he came to the huddle and he told all of them, "I hate your effing faces." <laughs> <laughs> And he literally, that was all he said and walked away. Hey. You know, but the GOAT can do things like that. He got his point across. Definitely. Most likely. Nine times out of ten, he'd do. So, I mean, I guess with all that being said, too, who do you got matching up in the championship game this upcoming Monday, and who's coming out on top? Okay, so, you know, like I said, I got to go with Duke. Mm-hmm. And then – Nova and Kansas, I want to say Kansas is going to get that one. But yeah. then when they play Duke, I don't think they got enough for Duke, though. That's my – yeah, that's my prediction, too. I, I'm taking Duke over UNC. I'm taking Kansas over Nova. I mean, with Justin Moore, what he tore his Achilles in, the, like, the last minute against Houston, right, from Nova. Yeah, right. So, I mean, with him out. It's really Colin Gillespie and the rest of the guys just kind of battling. I don't know if they have enough firepower to go against Kansas and really kind of steal one in that sense. So Duke, Kansas, I'm rocking with Duke all the way. Have to. Right. I mean, it's only right, you know. But um, like I said, any four team is possible, bro. So, oh, yeah. You know, like I wouldn't be surprised who come out on top. But They've honestly, all been there before. Exactly, and they all got one, don't mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, they all got one. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, we going for Duke, so we just got to play it out and see. 
Yes, sir. I, I definitely had Gonzaga winning in my bracket, but <laughs> I had Arizona, yo. <laughs> I thought they were playing great team ball entering the tournament, and that bit me in the butt. Yeah, and I had Arizona versus Purdue, yo. Wow. St. Pete's ruined me. I honestly don't even know why I picked Gonzaga. I think I just picked them because it looked good at the moment, and they was playing good basketball as well. But it was, you know how Gonzaga is though. They don't really be playing comp during the regular season. They Low don't. Key. And, and that that that's another thing. You know, you ain't playing comp, and everybody's dogging you about your schedule. Why why wouldn't you fix that? I know, like like ten years ago, I feel like people like us had the same exact conversation. Like, yeah, Gonzaga's good. They don't really plan anybody, but let's see what happens. So, like, why haven't they changed their schedule over the last 10 years? You know what they're like? They're a typical team from around here when we was growing up. <laughs> and a team would be winning. Oh, well, you're winning because you're playing all the local teams. And then, you know, you might play a, a, a weak non-conference team, but you're not playing none of the top dogs once you get to the playoffs. You know, you know that's how, how everybody used to hit us, especially I know my Uncle Jared when uh, his feral football team, when he was first started with Danny Odom and all them, mm-hmm. everybody always used to say, well, y'all good, but we'll see what y'all do when y'all get to Claritin. Mind you, that Claritin team was just built different. Tyler Boyd, I mean, all them. Guys, that's in the NFL, bro. Mm-hmm. He's never lost a game, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe one. But um, come on, man. You know, that's the type of thing. I know the Gonzaga been here. So being that you hear that, if you some competitors, bro, and you see how you fold in the tournament, maybe something got to give. Yeah, yeah. Like, the athletic director needs to step up. And the head coach, they need to communicate and say, all right, let's make a change here. We might not win as many games during regular season, but it will benefit us in the long run, in the tournament, in exactly. the years to come. So Exactly. Come on, man. You're going into the tournament 30 and 0, 30 and 1, 32 and 1. Come on, man. Then you go like, – like last year, okay, Baylor, they were some dogs. Right. I mean, sh- of course, everybody still had Gonzaga because they was undefeated and, you know, what they did and who they had. Jalen Suggs going crazy. Right. But um, honestly, that Baylor team – when I look back and did my research, they were supposed to win because they were supposed to win the year before. Mm-hmm. And the way they, they defended the basketball, I mean, come on. And, and broke you down offensively, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, they were supposed to win. But this year, I've I seen flashes of why Gonzaga was unanimously never won and they was, you know, projected to supposed to win. Mm-hmm. But, you know, forward of the year like they normally do. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this – you bringing back stuff from back home, though, makes me think, too. Definitely got to give a shout-out to the alma mater, the Kennedy Catholic boys' basketball and girls' basketball programs. Super-duper uh, good year back there. Um, for sure, for sure. But the boys made it to the Final Four. Man. Almost made it to that state chip. I did watch that final game. Difficult loss, but shout-out to, shout to the boys back there. They played very hard, played very well. I mean, big Can't season take that all in all. Yeah. Can't, can't take nothing away. I mean, back-to-back 21 seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, that's what we do at Kennedy. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. So, y'all y'all lived up to the name. Man, I mean, I'm, I'm mad at the boys because I know all them cats. And mm-hmm. I'm mad y'all crumbled on a 22-point lead. <laughs> I was going to leave that out, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real with them, you know, because they know how I'm coming when I'm talking to them, you mm-hmm. know. I'm I'm not I'm like the big brother that's hating on him I guess you Thanks. know when I be talking to him just because I be real yeah with they need they need that though but like I, I always mean. tell them bro it's out there they it's people like I I'll be real with you bro the 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 West Middlesex Kennedy rivalry is like Farrell Sharon you know so mm-hmm. man come on man me being real with them that's that's exactly what they getting for West Middlesex West Middlesex got you know they got all these troll pages now on Instagram bro in yeah, high school I seen that. You see in the picture when they, they posted the girl's uh, picture and said, Jesus, love us for free. Come on, man. So, you know, stuff like that. So I tell them, I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to build y'all for stuff like that. Because if you could take criticism for me and I'm on your side and I'm I'm up there in the crowd rooting for you and trying to fight if somebody disrespects you, mm-hmm. then you got to You just got to take it and be like, well, he telling the truth. And, you know, that that 22 point lead that that me telling the truth, they shouldn't have crumbled that. But. That's also on coaching as well. Yeah. I mean, hey, all in all, good season. 
all the way to the championship game. State got cheated. Up. Got cheated, ladies. Yeah, I mean, did you I, watch that game? No, obviously, like I'm, I wasn't able to. Oh, you was I, don't, I don't get PCN either out here in Maryland. Ooh. You know, oh, for, honestly, wow, that's yeah. great. Because that's like the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Network. I, I'm in Maryland. True story. So, I mean, my mom was watching it. She was giving me updates. She was texting me throughout work. You were hitting me up too. Um, hey, man. I mean, I just want to give love to them though, because even being a former Kennedy Catholic boys player, there's always a lot more limelight on. The boys' program versus the girls, which isn't fair. Exactly, bro. Those girls, I mean, from when I was there to from before I was at Kennedy, from the years recent, always have very good players, always have very strong coaches. They deserve all the flowers that they hopefully should be getting. And, I mean, hey, state runners up. You you can't take that away from them either. One thing I kept hearing was, oh, well, we're the first losers. Yeah, that may be true in in a competitive sense. But at the end of the day, you the first, you may be the first loser, but you also the second best team in the state. That's crazy. Like, and they'll be back next year. I mean, hey, keep your heads up. That's all. Be back. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So you know, I mean, listen, man. You 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 live and you learn. Like we was told, you know, mm-hmm. but they they saw what they maybe need to work on, and if you uh really want that state title. You go and find find a way to get back, like such as in the Shannon girls team. They went there last year. They was like undefeated, maybe maybe a couple losses. They got a legendary coach, mm-hmm. got got smoked out there. Came back this year and won. You know, so hey. it's a it's a it could be a fuel to your fire, or it could be just a one hit wonder. True. So yeah, man. Shout out to the alma mater for sure, but um. Real quick, women's side of things, March Madness. Because, you know, I mean, on this podcast, we do highlight the women's game. Definitely do. We talked about them in many of our 60, now two episodes. Um, And we got a big interview, too, with a a female college trooper, the one I told you. mm -hmm, Definitely. Got got to schedule that. Got to schedule that. Got to. That's a big one, bro. That's the next EP, for sure. Um, Definitely make that. You got South Carolina versus Louisville. You got UConn versus Stanford. I know who you're rocking with, at least all in all, but give me your final four winners and your your championship game matchup and who's going to take it home type thing. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because that's my team, and I'm going to rock with South Carolina beating Louisville. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, all in all, Louisville got a great team, but South Carolina is just – they was the unanimous unanimous number one all year too, mm-hmm. and they uh they got Leah Boston, bro. Yeah, she, she's the difference maker. So I got them beating Louisville because I don't see nobody really be able to stop her. And then um on the UConn Stanford side, that's the scary one. I want to say UConn because they're playing some great basketball, but then Stanford is the defending champs. I know. So I'm gonna have to rock with Stanford, and then. I'm gonna have to rock with my ladies winning South Carolina. Okay, so I want I want UConn to win because Stanford did knock off the University of Maryland women's team, which that's cold. Mm-hmm. And they I saw them live this year. Like they're a very entertaining team to watch. Um, and I, I like Paige. I like UConn. I like Gino. It's cool seeing Paige get back out there after her injury. So, I mean, that win they had last night was absurd. Let me just say that. But so I got to rock with UConn in that one. And oh man, South Carolina versus Louisville is tough, bro. It's scared. I'm scared for that game, bro. You know Haley Van Litt's gonna go crazy. But we got some dogs. I that know. girl, that girl Bree Bill coming to guard her. Mm-hmm. I already, I already know that's probably either her or Destiny Henderson will probably that'll probably be their matchup. I'm gonna say this. I would prefer Louisville versus UConn, but I think it's gonna be South Carolina versus UConn. South Carolina taking it home. Man, see, listen, G. Also, I'm scared of this. If we win this game, we play both teams on the other side and beat both of them fairly well. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, Stanford, we didn't beat them. They was up 18, and we came back and and beat them by like a couple points. But we beat up on UConn early in the year, out in that uh, tournament, and then we're supposed to play them again in the regular season, but. You know, COVID canceling a few games, 
they had to cancel um that game and speed up the season. So mm-hmm. uh on the other side, you know, it's it's redemption, it's for the national championship, and they're gonna want to get back at South Carolina so they can have that last laugh for the championship and to get back for earlier in the season. But you know, South Carolina is also hungry from basically being right there in the national championship had they made that last layup. So mm-hmm. all in all, it's going to be great basketball on female and male side. Mm-hmm. So we got the ladies final four on this upcoming Friday with their championship on Sunday. The men's final four games are on Saturday championship on Monday. So man, on- honestly, bro, next week we should try and get another EP out <laughs> covering all that. But you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> the day in life of GZ hoops and breaking barriers. Yeah, That's people people course. don't know that. they don't know the half of it for real, for real. Nah. But um, I got two more little topics here. I know we've been on for a little bit of time. We know we don't want to be too too long on on these EPs, but I just want to highlight the NBA season is coming to an end soon. Right. Ends April 11th. Which is crazy. I feel like the season low key just started, but that's also because I'll admit it, I watch NBA basketball pretty frequently, but I don't really dive into it too, too intensely until playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. 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 Nah, it, it's hard to watch in a regular season mm-hmm. only because they play so many games and it's like, you know, you don't want to, I don't want to disrespect them because all basketball is still good basketball, but let's be real. We're not watching the, the, the teams that ain't in the playoff contention or, nah. you know, they ain't got their star players such as the Pelicans. We're not watching them teams. Nah. You know, unless they play in somebody that we really like or we want to see play. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they're not on TV enough. But um, um, but then when they when the teams that we want to watch is playing, their star player might not be playing. So it's just a lot to watch. It is. So, I mean, with all that too, like who who do you have coming out of the East, the West? I mean, I'm gonna say this: like Phoenix, obviously has been hooping all season long. Now they got Chris Paul back as well. The Heat have been like blowing up recently. I mean, we saw their <laughs> sideline antics because your boy last Jimmy week. Butler too busy trying to fight his teammates instead of worrying about playing defense. Jimmy Butler, UD, Coach Spo, the little triangle that was really about to explode. Man. Um, I don't know, bro. The Hornets are making some noise. Obviously, Kyrie and Brooklyn are looking tough. Like, the NBA scene is picking up, which is enjoyable. It's back even again. Mm-hmm. So, um, coming out the East, uh, I'm a, I, everybody obviously going to see You rocking Phillies. with the Grizzlies? Uh, <laughs> Hex, though, out the West? <laughs> no. no. The Suns is coming out the West. Um, honestly, I got the Bucks coming out the East. Okay. Um, I mean, valid. Brooklyn, I don't feel like Brooklyn play enough defense. Um, obviously you have to score with Brooklyn, but everybody knows in the playoffs it's a little more physical. Um, they lock down on really calling fouls, mm-hmm. and um, if you can't play defense, it don't matter how much you can score. You got to get a stop. Thanks. So um, yeah, I got the Bucks because they coming back. I feel like they still the same Bucks as last year. But you know, maybe a little better mm-hmm. for what they need to be this year. And uh, the Suns just took everything over by storm. And I feel like they saw what they needed to do last year, and they prepared for this year to honestly win it, bro. Mm-hmm. I will say, I wouldn't want to play LeBron and the Lakers in a playing game or a first round game. I don't I mean, know, I know if he'll even be playing. I was though. just gonna say, I know LeBron's ankles bum now, but I feel like we. We expect LeBron to play. Like, he's not human. We do, but... He'll somehow be out there, and he'll somehow drop a triple-double, and he'll somehow win. I've never heard him... I've never heard him talk about an injury, though. Or even say anything of this extent to, like, you know... I know. But we've also never seen him in this position, either. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't even know. True. But... I don't know, bro. It's just... You don't want to see them, but if he get in a playing game, will he have help? I mean, AD man can't depend on him. He might he might look at him and break a toe as soon as he get back. For real. And then I hear him. I hear it, talks of him saying, um, "The only team he'll he leave LA for is Chicago." Chicago, and they're but, blowing up too. Exactly, and and 
ain't he in a contract of five years right now? Yeah, bro. So let me guess, you got your ring, so now you just want to go back home. You don't want to share the limelight with DJ Augustine? (laughs) 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 I don't know, bro. The Lakers have definitely been, uh, I don't know, let's say like a letdown for a lot of fans. I mean, they blew up. At least entering the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like Westbrook is out of there after this year. Mm -hmm. It's automatic. Um, What, LeBron hurt because he got to carry all this weight? AD got hurt how many times this year? But you talking about last year playoffs, and you still ain't healthy this year, right? Um, it, it, the list go on, bro. It do, it do. It's crazy. One final thing, bro. We've actually we actually kind of talked about it during our our breaking barriers updates, our intro type stuff. Just touching on the whole street ball and park basketball scene. Now, we definitely talked about this in recent episodes, but, like, since we haven't recorded a pod, there has been a Friga versus Chris White, like, Hooligans event through in the lab. There's been the whole Hooligans versus Ball's Life West Coast Squad event. That's through Ball's Life. Actually, X. (laughs) Yeah, Team X, because Big Hooli, Chris White wasn't playing. Um I don't know if we want to dive too deep into that stuff, but then I just seen Zone 6 where, like, Cam Wilder and them boys are playing Savage Squad, another in-the-lab event. Like, why why is this so prominent right now, and how is it still ongoing? Because, I mean, I know we talked about it a couple months ago, and people are even worried, like, the park scene might be dead with the violence and all the nonsense that's going on, but it's still here. And now you see guys like Dev in the lab bringing it to even even higher level by creating like live stream events at his facility. It's crazy. I think honestly because we got guys like us who's interest, interested and then um come on, man, let's be real. These these dudes got thousands and and thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. You know um power of social media. The power of social media, bro. It's interesting. Um these guys is pulling up to where think about it. I'm a fan at this this day and age of this that basketball and and they're willing to pull up to a park where you from, um you're able to you're liable to meet them, than you are LeBron, Thanks. or you're liable to talk to them through DM, than you are LeBron. So um, yep. I think it's just stuff like that because I mean look at it's like the convenience our, factor, the accessibility factor, the approachable factor. I guess exactly. Look at our boy Hollywood, for instance. Uh-huh. Uh, he followed me back. Did he follow you? Yeah, he been following me. Okay, not trying to be like that, but yeah. No, that's for real. <laughs> Shout out to him, though, for mm-hmm. real. That's but, bro. Um, that's what we're trying to get him on the pod. Hopefully soon. Yeah, you feel me? Like, I, like when he played, um, was it Nick Briz? I think when he he played. Yeah, it was them because he crossed Carlos, and um, <laughs> you know, like he he just skyrocketed. His followers skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Think, you know, like, um, he was able to be touched. The kids was able to be there. They was able to witness that. They was able to go back, watch the video later, and see they was in it. Just little stuff like that, bro. They see him doing it. Why can't we do it? Why can't I do it? Why can't the 13-year-old kid in Texas do it? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because so. exactly. ain't that where he's from for real? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think they just make everybody um, – they put basketball back on notice, to be honest with you. They really are, bro. It's crazy. So, and I, I saw some not to cut you off, I saw somebody mm-hmm. say this is the modern day and one. It definitely is, bro. So. But I like it in the sense that it's not like carrying, traveling. Like and one basketball is definitely exciting and entertaining, but the whole street ball vibe now is real basketball, but just outside. No backcourt. That's the and and no free throws. That's probably mm-hmm. the only no three second, call your own fouls, like just just the way we all grew up playing. I think that's why it's so relatable and we all enjoy watching it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, bro, like that's like we talked about earlier with the whole breaking barriers. We're trying to form a legitimate team. We might get five out here, five back home. We can travel. We can do whatever we want. That's the kind of the lane we're trying to take moving forward into the summer months. So, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say y'all might see the breaking barrier squads out in one of these events one day. That's what we're trying to do. So, no cap. It's but time. I mean, 
You got anything else, bro? <laughs> and that's no, low-key low the tough thing about recording when we have it in a minute, though. You don't want to jam too, too much in these EPs. Yeah, bro. But honestly, I feel like we talked and had a, a easy convo, you know? Facts. So I feel like I feel like what we, we hit them with, you know, they good. So, you know, we're going we gonna to hit with like we always do at the end. We mm-hmm. want to thank Apple, um, you know, Spotify, Anchor, everybody who put our stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who tap in and everybody who gonna tap in make sure y'all tap into my boy's instagram gg mm-hmm. he gonna show y'all his jersey yes sir right right when this ep drops that's when i'm posting the posting the new new pics so you'll get like a two for one type thing and there it is so you know i'm gonna get this ep out bro and i'm gonna you know we're gonna tap in anyways yes sir bro i'll talk to you later so sure.